Welcome to the Art and Science Punks podcast, where two lifelong learners talk about art, science, engineering, technology, and how we play with those things in our lives. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hey, I am Rob Stenzinger. Good evening, Robbie. Good evening, tonight, Kate. Tonight, we're going to talk about science. <laughs> Fiction. Oh, Science fiction. Science fiction. Okay, that long pause. It was like we finally, um, 29 episodes in, got to the, <laughs> you know, got to the science. Got to the in, science, in the right. And science. Okay. No, that was my, my dramatic pause for effect. Mm. It affected me. So good. Uh, <laughs> science fiction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what, what angle on that are we, are we exploring? Well, probably a couple different angles on, on science fiction. But what I was thinking about is, um, what are things... So you and I are both science fiction fans, right? We we like to read and watch different um, science fiction yeah, things. I mean, so, yeah, stories that, that feature, I don't know, somehow they're uh, through the advancements in technology, um, interesting new capabilities have been brought about. Right. That humanity or some human-like species is 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 showing us as uh, and through the course of their their tale. Yeah. Okay. So since we're both fans, yeah. and there's a lot of different angles and areas and genres within science fiction, uh -huh. um, I thought, well, we kind of talk about some of our favorites. So what okay. are some of the things that we love the most, and why? What is it about science fiction that is um, that we that we gravitate to? Yeah, that sounds. Sounds great. Um, what? Uh, so I'm going to jump into like my uh, favorite question that I have for you of the night right away. I'm not going to really? save it. I'm just going to go right to the. Jeez, right there. Right. Okay. Yep. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no build up. I'm going to start at the top and then just coast down. That's my plan for the evening. So oh. what is one technology that you hope actually gets invented? From science fiction. Oh gosh, the or is actually real? I guess maybe not everything's invented. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so some things are just discovered, right? That yes, and then then they get their, their practical use gets. Um, let's see, so they can be discovered in the universe or in in nature or uh, gifted upon us from another species, whatever. There but, you go. Yeah. Anyway, wherever it comes comes from, it, it's. I don't think that's what the the, the heart of the matter in your question is it's like what what do I hope we get to benefit from yeah as, as people absolutely uh well I I think I oh I have uh, like three or four big ones but I think wormholes is is the is the biggest wormholes yeah really that did not make my top five it didn't no because there are things that that are cool like I like I love lightsabers right right but like talk about how are, when are you going to use a wormhole farm accidents all all the time like no offense to farmers in the world but like that that's a brutal <laughs> like there's a, there's so much um hard harsh real physics heavy machinery that's that's involved in that that like in the lightsaber injuries happen in well in the world of, of farmers right but then like in the oh. world of like well just lightsabers it's like that thing is too that's going to cut off you know limbs of folks that you don't wish to have their limbs cut off right that's sure. that's just that's a big power it's to be a, wielding. It is. Um, and that form factor, too. I mean, okay. it's not like they would have to somehow come out with the more 
ergonomic and, you know, friendly version. Oh, wow. The lawyers like would get involved. Can you imagine the warning labels? <laughs> well, I don't wish that on anyone's, <laughs> anyone's sci-fi, but um, because okay, if so- every lightsaber had one of those stupid labels that's on every pillow... Right. That that's bad. That would be, that would be awful. Honestly. Okay, but let's go back to wormholes. Okay, so back to wormholes. Yeah. Like, why wormholes? How did that, that come out first? Because it feels very practical. Because of the amount of, um, you know, you could travel a long distance without. Okay. Sure. Um, In a shorter. Create, yeah. Create instant. You know, near connections for yeah over great distances. And the example that made that very you know comfortable and and interesting for me was the. Um, it's a two book series uh, by Peter F. Hamilton called uh, the Commonwealth Saga, right? Okay. And uh, Pandora's Star, yeah, Pandora's Star, and um, oh, for totally forgetting the second. We'll one. put it in the notes. Yeah, we, we'll do. Um, oh, Judas Unchained. That's the. Oh, that's the I remember yeah. Judas Unchained. Now that you say that. Yeah, and okay, it's uh, it's just a part of that world where. Uh, on on in land, air, and space, wormholes are a thing that we can u- utilize, right? Whether they're just as simple as well, there's a bus, and there in this case they use trains a lot that um, that goes from one world to another, and it just happens to utilize a wormhole to to make that jump. Nice, uh, okay. But pretty much just feels like taking a, a ground transportation, you know. Oh, so they don't have to be in a spaceship. No, just okay. My go from experience one planet with surface to another. Yeah, and so you that's to be in space. That's what sold me. I'm like that. That would be so neat, incredibly. Just boom, you're on Mars. Yeah, really practical. Um, Do you have another one? Oh, that I w- I wish would really really exist. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I love uh, YT's skateboard in Snow Crash. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love Snow Crash. That's one of my favorite books. Yeah, me too. It's uh you you introduced me to Snow Crash and yeah, yeah that's um Neil Stephenson. Yeah, Neil Stephenson. And um it's it's um it's an interesting and utilized, you know, element in the story, not that critical or whatever, but like as someone who used skateboards a lot for transportation growing up. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. I mean, I never, I mean, I, I would do a little bit of ramp things, nothing that fancy. And it, I didn't ever get like high trick skill, right? But I could, I could get from point A to point B. Yeah, you used it for transport. Fast on a yeah. skateboard. And anyway, like YT Skateboard has these, um, um, like it's like some kind of nano smart wheel yep. material that lets it go over, you know, bumps and situations and hills. And uh, it's, it's a, Honestly, her skateboard's so awesome. I don't. I don't really care about hoverboards. Ah, uh, yeah. You just want that. You just like that. That skateboard, that skateboard uh, is better than a hoverboard, in my opinion. Nice. So yeah, there you go. What? Um, you want to know mine? I really do. Like, what do you? What would you like to two. exist from sci-fi? I have two, and mine are kind of. I think. Um, is well, it Ewoks? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I want Ewoks to exist. <laughs> oh, darn it. Now I have three. God, just can't. That's fine. Gosh, I love the Ewoks. Yeah, they're awesome. Okay, no, teleporters. Okay, right? teleporters. Yeah. So Star Trek and the teleporter, like, yeah. come on. How practical is that? I'm just going to teleport somewhere and then I'll be back. 
Oh, no doubt. It's not, I mean, you and, um, I mean, anything you would request, right? Oh, here yeah. you go. I wired the money and all of a sudden, boom, a yeah. thing can, can appear. Yeah. Mm. So that's my practical one. My practical one is teleportation because and was, is it the Star Trek thing or or because that's the the big series I think right right that has you know yeah, yeah. I mean I think that's well that's one but you got to go to the teleportation room and all that sure. I mean because let me tell you my another one my next one transporter by the way just just in case anyone's nerd raging that's all whatever what teleport teleport is dungeon and Dungeons and Dragons what kind of that? stuff oh, yeah. which, which is also awesome right. Yeah. Bringing the, because sci-fi and magic have a bit in common. They're storytelling. That's funny. Yeah. Um, thank you for correcting me that. Nobody, uh, you know. don't write to us. Um, so my other one is um, less practical, but more fun. Okay. <laughs> what, lightsabers with big old handguards? No. What? I, I want. Okay. Um. It's just really funny to me. The Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha wave. Kamehameha. No Kamehameha. I can't even say anything Kamehameha. tonight. Okay, interesting. I want to be able to do a Kamehameha. So, it, okay. Kamehameha. And, and that is like science to you. Like we're... <laughs> not, not oh, no really? Judgment. You're going no. to start arguing It's storytelling. I, I already... I'm. Hey, this is an open, welcoming place. <laughs> this is so, why I said... So... If I couldn't do the Star Trek yeah. thing, then I want Goku's instant transmission ability. Oh, well, <laughs> you so kind of hacked the system there. I did a little bit. Because, okay. So theoretically, any power Goku could attain, then let's let's have that as an availability. As there you go. An option. Which is why I said, doesn't have to be invented. Could just come out, come about I another way. get it. Okay, that was your hook. Okay, that nice. was my hook. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I instant transmission will be invented. Giant place in my heart for it. No, I, I what it seemed it was a, um, it was a trait of a species, uh, in space where right. But you said maybe an alien race will gift us, and, and that's exactly what happened with instant transmission. You're right. Oh, nice. Yeah. So there you go. It was gifted to Goku. So is my use of Dragon Ball Z a little... Um, a I'm envious. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, well, now, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, I guess my question that I'm trying to ask is, do you consider that science fiction or did I go way off the rails? Uh, oh, no, okay. So uh, would I consider... I think it's a it's a hybrid story, right? So Dragon Ball Z is, is, um, is action sci-fi fantasy yeah you said right? sci-fi wins. i mean because yeah i mean goku at the time he learned instant transmission what he was uh okay so that was after a big battle i'm not going to spoil it for anyone right so after a big battle when goku was working is to it still spoiling if like the story is like back to Earth? 20 years old i know <laughs> Be like, I'm not going to tell you how Dirty Dancing ends, but... <laughs> but there's no baby in, in a the corner. corner. <laughs> okay, fine. You totally stepped on my joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dirty Dancing dirty dancing joke with two left feet. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I, I'm in, I am envious. Yeah, Goku is one of my favorite, favorite characters. Okay, so since I opened up the world, what... 
I, I can't call it a technology. <laughs> what thing would you take from the Dragon Ball Z world? Oh, wow. From the Dragon Ball Z world. Okay, I mean, the day-to-day thing that is really handy and, and empowering, great technology. I just Capsule Corp's general use Everything? Of, of capsules. Yeah, I mean, they're like, well, yeah, okay, I've got this um, this this packet in my right pocket that has essentially a house in it. Right. right. And in my in my left pocket, I've got like a motorcycle and a spaceship. Right. So whatever I need. Depends on what. It, where, yeah. Where I need to go. Yeah. That's. Yeah. OK. The capsule corpse tech is pretty awesome. That is pretty good. I thought you'd um, pick the, the training chamber. Oh, yes. OK, fine. That's my pick. <laughs> the hyperbolic. Uh, yeah. Hyperbolic time chamber. The, which is a room in essentially the guardian of the earth's um, abode, like floating, you know, place where where they, they live. Where they guard the earth. Yeah. And it can, you have to hang out from some good view, right? Yeah. And uh, well, in the center of that is the, is the hyperbolic time, ch- time chamber where you can essentially train for um, years and then come back out and it's only been a minute or minutes later. Yeah. Like the next day. Yeah, exactly. So some, some small amount of time passed. And like, and you can change like the gravity in there. Oh yeah. It's actually incredibly, uh, <laughs> okay. So it's more, spe- it is specialized. So if you went in there with a lot of books and computers, you could learn different things, but like by default, you're meant to get just incredibly physically, strong. physically powerful. Yeah. And mentally, you're, you're you're meant to like really think about, you know, think about the world and, and like what you're doing, yeah. and, and get uh, get centered as there well. You go. Um, which you don't need the you know end times Earth gravity to do that. But what an awesome yeah okay I would take the heck out of that. I know that'd be cool. Um, yes. Do you not age when you're in there either? Uh, do you not age? No, you do age. But do you, that's what, a mixed bag, I suppose. Because, yeah, I mean, Gohan came out older. Oh, and it was like um, the next day? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fascinating. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That, you know, you, you live some chunk of time. Um, so, yeah, you age, but it's... um going to have to talk to Dende about that. Oh, sure. Maybe Dende, the current guardian of the Earth, could help uh, upgrade that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like you got a Betamax time chamber. Yeah. Can't you laser laser disc this thing? Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe go to a full on DVD laser or laser disc Blu-ray. Everything's better on a laser disc. <laughs> exactly, laser that's right. Disc. So says Strongbed. Strongbed made an appearance again on yes. our podcast. This is a good thing. All right, all right. But um, so you had two things. Is there anything else that you really wished would exist? I mean, sure, there's probably lots of things, but is there one that was like ah? Uh, it didn't make it in the top two, but I wish it was there. Yeah, the instant food. Instant food. A couple different, you know, oh techs gosh. do that. Like a couple different sci-fis do that. A lot of them do, actually. Yeah, the repl- replicator in Star Trek. Yeah. One, yeah. And also, of course, the, yeah, capsule corpse. Capsules can also do food. And stuff. Can also do food, yeah. yeah. Just the, oh. going to punch a button and I'm going to have taco salad. Nice. And there it is. <laughs> the taco salad button. The taco salad button. And I'm sure it's all vegan. So well, you could have the I tech could. be, you know, meeting your dietary plans and needs. Well, I just don't think that the 
the replicator is putting like real chicken. I think it's making you know something that's else. true. There isn't like a um, right like a teleportation slaughterhouse where it's maybe, like someone ordered a chicken, is. someone ordered a glass of wine, step on some grapes, right? God, maybe that's what and it is. And then and they would have to do that in a in their own hyperbolic time chamber to meet the time constraints <laughs> to make the food show up instantly right? right it's not instant someone's stomping on that in a hyperbolic time chamber that's what's happening stomping the chickens that's not I don't stomp on the chickens that's, i don't know that's what they would do right that you're stomping the grapes for the or wine grapes, whichever yeah depends on your dietary needs. anyway okay i don't want that one anymore never mind i'm back to cooking my own food let me <laughs> let me think what else there is hmm I have one. If oh, thinking. yeah, you've got it. You've got one. Give me another one. This one is just for 10-year-old Rob. It's the um, uh, Transforming Robots. I mean, but, uh, oh, Robotech yeah, you, in particular, right? Oh, I, mean, that, I was thinking Transformers. Favorite. You wanted like Bumblebee. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a being. I don't need to like sit inside a, an actual living being and be their parasite, you know? like. Well, I think it's a little bit more... Um, Symbiotic? Oh, symbiotic. Wow, I just have no words tonight. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Um, well, I mean, n- normally the, the idea of um, uh, re- interspecies relationships, you know. Oh, you're going to make relationships. For, for, tra- for Transformers, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Doesn't always, you know, interspe- I didn't say it was that kind, <laughs> but they're. I didn't know you and Bumblebee were going to ride off into the sunset. That. I, as okay, I so said, that's why I want a robot. That's my that's my um, my vehicle. Uh, yes, a reliable, uh, capable vehicle, right? Okay. Whether so, it's, I mean, depends. I mean, pick. So a, you picked Robotech. Yeah, I picked Robotech. Robotech. Okay. In particular, I mean, so if if I had to pick a vehicle in Robotech, I mean, it would probably be. Um, it would be uh, oh gosh, Rick's older brother, his. Um, his Veritech fighter, or mm. honestly, one of the motorcycles from the later series, like when they're, you know, they're on the run and then you have a motorcycle that can turn into a flying robot. That's fine too. That's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. I mean, you've transforming vehicles that are robotic, not sentient. Okay. You don't want the sentient one. Nah, no. Okay. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. I could see that. Um, you know, transforming robot. I mean, I, if I would be friends with the sentient ones, right. But like, they're not, they're not my tool, right. That's not cool to make a sentient being your tool. Got it. No, I understand it. Yeah. Politically. I get it. <laughs> that's I, a statement. That's right. I'm going to, yeah. Hold on. I have to tweet something. <laughs> All right. No, but, but I, anyway, that's uh, not cool to control sentient beings as tools. That's it. I have one I, more. Okay, what is yours? Um, we talked about this one actually today. Hmm. We talked about this with our, or was it yesterday, with our eldest, um, the holographic telephone, right? Oh. So the, I think, what do we call it? Holographic FaceTime. <laughs> sure. Um, because, yeah, I mean, when she's in college, she'll be... You know, there will be many advances and many yeah. releases of phones, you know, I and otherwise phones. Right. And different technologies yeah. around communicating. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about that. I think that would be, I think that would be a cool technology. Okay. <laughs> Princess Leia. So because of like 
the more physical feeling to it where it's like the the hologram gives it more so i can be like hey is this outfit look okay Oh yeah, okay. I'm kidding. No, I mean, oh, like you know, people are going to use it for that. You can do FaceTime for that. You can do FaceTime, but you can't quite like get that 3D like. I suppose. You know what? Yeah, I don't know. It does make your shoulders, you know, look wonky, right? My shoulders look wonky. No, in the imaginary (laughs) example. Um, I think no, and I I just thought of that one. I don't know if I how useful that one is. It's I guess that's not in the top of my list. Sure, I want well, someone to figure out the food thing. That's what I really want. Oh, totally. So we I want to we be were reaching to... for that next level, though. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, it didn't make the list, but this is pretty cool too. So I want, in short, I want to be able to instantly go wherever I want to go without having to, you know, drive in traffic because mm-hmm. I'm short on time. I want my food delivered to me instantaneously with no cruelty yeah. to any living being. Yes. Um, and I want the power and strength and ability to destroy all sorts of things with my Kamehameha wave. You you don't have to destroy anything with that Kamehameha wave. And I wave. wouldn't. Wave. I really wouldn't. No. I can be trusted. <laughs> you would make an awesome like Goku-like being, actually. I would be a great Super Saiyan. That's cool. I, you would be a better Super Saiyan than I would be. You think so? Yeah. I'd be a pretty darn good Super Saiyan. Yeah. Well, that's that's not a bad thing. I mean, that's... Um, Fusion Ha! That's true. <laughs> that's true. You can always create that ambiguous situation of two entities in one body and mind, and then, you know take care try to take care of problems in that i mean i suppose in in a way that's like some some teamwork metaphor going on but yeah yeah uh which is all over the place in dragon ball z but yeah um i would fuse with you honey that's very i would yes i would fuse with you as well All right, so anybody who's not a Dragon Ball Z uh, uh, fan who's probably very, very confused and a little bored at this point, um, there's two young characters that... Oh, Goku and Vegeta. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but I just, just did. So, Fusion. Right, well, let's just... There's two okay. young characters that do a little dance and yell Fusion Ha, and then they fuse into one character and they're much stronger yeah. as one character. Yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. Okay. So I would fuse with Robbie. That is super awkward. <laughs> like fusion ha podcast weird times. So like I, I yeah, I think I we would would we um we would probably do well for solving um battle related matters, but not be as good on a podcast. <laughs> I don't think that would help. Well, yeah, and their voice gets doubled. That'd yeah. be really hard to listen to. Yeah, totally. All right, science fiction man. Yes. Do you? So have, I I think we're good. On, do you, yeah. I was just going to ask you. Do you have picks for tonight? I don't have picks. I have a pick. Oh, <gasps> really? But there's there are things related to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Let's see. My pick is super duper a pick that would come from you, and it's this this article on, and it's so clickbaity, but yet I feel it it is it is based on like, um, I'm guessing whoever wrote this article 
it probably provided some draft, you know, titles for it. And then someone who is the, the actual, right. like who's running the content calendar went like, what's going to get more clicks, you know, they're whatever, but like, yeah. so but the it's title, a good article. the title is, you know, with that preface, uh, the one thing that parents, <laughs> I just choke on saying this, the one thing. Okay. The title of the article is the one thing that one thing parents can do to make morning smoother according to science. Science. Yeah. And it, it does refer to a book called the whole brained child, which does look like a well, um, a well-crafted research research based book. Yeah. That's, um, written by some, some top notch child development people. And it does also refer to other interesting uh, academic work, such as Toward an Interpersonal Neurobiology of the de- Developing Mind, Attachment Relationships, Mind Sight. That's if you can get clickbaity in your thesis, I don't know. <laughs> mind Sight. You, you win something. Because, um, yeah, coining that Mind Sight, I mean, maybe that was their sci fi pick. I don't know. Mind sight. Uh, whatever. Um, I like that term. It, I like the term. It feels, I feel weird in this context. Like, I want to um, know. I'll have to look later who wrote it. Yeah. And, and neural integration. So anyway, look, it cool from what I've skimmed. And um, there was a quote in the middle of the article that, that um, I thought was fascinating for many contexts, mm. like people that aren't your children and coworkers, collaborators, friends, family, what have you. But just the simple idea that focusing on the relationship instead of uh, all the tasks that are at hand, that, uh, that, that's, that's a kind of investment that is, mm, it's like a way to connect and feel trust and move forward from there instead of, this urgency of this outer thing of like, well, we have to cross a threshold. Yeah. Threshold, threshold. Let's focus on this. Let's move. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I love that thought. Um, And so to quote the article directly, not my paraphrasing, focusing on the relationships, relationship with your child rather than all of the tasks she must complete. Yeah, that's awesome. And I do think it, it works too. like what they talk about that in our article in what they talk about in that article um, does help the days, the mornings go much smoother. So I, I think it's sound advice. It totally, it feels sound from my experience. Yeah. As well. That's a great one. Um, nice science pick. Thank you. My art pick tonight um, is something that I'm hoping that we can do over the long weekend because we need a new art. We need another art project around these parts. Hmm. Um, and I know right now Rob's scanning his brain for like, okay, there's 17 things on the list for this weekend. <laughs> Which one of those is the art pick? <gasps> None of them. This is a new one. Um, so I wanted to do um, salt dough ornaments, right? Where you create, you make salt dough and you roll it out and then you make, designs and patterns on it like a clay and then you bake it Mm. in the oven and then you can use these like as holiday ornaments but you can use them for anything but in my research I have found that there's something called talk about clickbait better than salt dough ornaments oh take that right salt dough luddite (laughs) what do you what do you do who wants to just put salt and flour together with water 
you you've got no idea how behind you are. It's yeah. Salto technology is so outdated. That's right. What's what's the new thing? What's 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 the iPhone of, of <laughs> cornstarch and baking soda? <laughs> Doesn't that just make the slime? Isn't that the slime? That does sound like the slime, doesn't it? I don't think baking soda is in the slime. Oh, Cornstarch and water is in the slime. Okay. And glue if you want to make the crazy stuff. Okay. Interesting. So but, what so, is this? So cornstarch. Cornstarch and where did it go? And baking soda. Cornstarch and baking soda add some water. You stir it up. You actually cook it. Huh. And then you let it cool a little bit, and then you knead it into some nice, soft, fine dough. And then, you know, we'll do some stamping into it and cut out some shapes, and um, you can cook it in the oven, and then you can paint it. Oh, okay. But it's like durable little objects that come yeah, out Yeah, it's of like it. clay. Okay. It's like doing like a clay thing. Hmm. Okay, cool. So anyway, I'm hoping to do that one, and if I, if we get that done this weekend, we'll put some photos up on the blog and on our Instagram. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps us up for today. We are the Art and Science Punks, coming to you each week with stories of art, science, and creativity, and oftentimes our struggles and successes of balancing personal passions with work and family and trying to learn how to do the kami kami wave. <laughs> Art and Science Punks has a blog at artandsciencepunks.com. And on Twitter, there's no and. We are just Art Science Punks. You can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts, where we would appreciate your five-star rating. You can always tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. And someday I'll learn how to say Kamehameha. Okay, Kamehameha, or... Kamehameha. Kamehameha. That's how Krillin says it. Kamehameha.